0: Hi everyone! Welcome to the podcast. We're two seemingly meaningless people talk about very much meaningful things. I'm Chris. I'm Leslie. Like old pros. I know. I mean that was flawless take fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to today, Miss Leslie? As we sit down here. And, and if she melts in the middle of the podcast,
1: <laughs> you'll know why. No, I'm here from beyond the grave.
0: Yeah. I'm dead. Would you say this has been like, is this spring cleaning or is this nesting? No. I don't know how to.
1: It's neither. I am neither spring cleaning nor nesting. If I was nesting, this would all be in the trash. (laughs) I told the kids. So this week, this past week, we have decided to get the house ready for the baby, kind of.
0: But not nesting. No, it's not it nesting. It sounds a lot like nesting, Leslie. No. Getting a place ready for a baby. <laughs> you, do you know what a nest
1: is? <laughs> okay, listen. Listen.
0: Don't argue with a pregnant woman.
1: <laughs> There's just more to it than than the baby. Like
0: I don't we've talked about this in the last episode. What? I don't understand women because I'm not one. <laughs> I've never been pregnant. I can't speak to for this. It,
1: it, for me, the nesting phase is not. Very logical. I will just empty out drawers for the the heck of it. Yeah, and then sit in them.
0: <laughs> so like a literal nesting. <laughs> that would be so
1: weird. <laughs> well, I remember oh, we we lived in this house, so I was pregnant with like the third or fourth, maybe fifth. No, it was third or fourth. And you came into our room, and I had I had like unloaded all the paper in our house, like. You know, things people had written or, like, cards and letters and pictures the kids had drawn. And I had stacks everywhere. And I was in the middle of it on the Mm king-size bed, just covered by books and papers. And you were like, you're literally nesting. Now, one thing I do know (laughs) is
0: you are just a nesting person by nature. Like, right now, you look like you're nesting. (laughs) Just I mean like the way you sit everywhere in the mornings when I bring you your coffee in bed. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh,
1: sometimes you go ahead. Every day. Well,
0: okay. Uh, you look like you're nesting, right? You're yeah. up, you're cross legged and you've got the uh you know, you've got the the mug of coffee in and your hand covers. and yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. ready to go. But you know, that's uh that's just what you do just naturally. Yeah. So now I can't. I can't really say now that I'd be that surprised by uh, any sort of nesting on your part. Here's one of our little nest eggs.
1: Hi, Jack. Hey, Jack.
0: You're my eggs. i You're one of my eggs. No, I don't have eggs. You don't have any eggs. No. <laughs> well, what do you want then? <laughs> The trash? No. Um,
1: the chicken go trash. Oh, okay. Chicken trash? Chicken trash?
0: We'll be right back later. <laughs> you ever realize that your child hasn't actually eaten? <laughs> You've put him to bed. <laughs>
1: now. <laughs> We're nice about it. Though.
0: In our defense. We fed four out of five.
1: (laughs) We did. Or five out of six. True. Because
0: I'm pretty sure (laughs) got a good helping of roasting potatoes tonight.
1: (laughs) But You just told everyone our baby's name. No, I mean did we not say it last time? No. Was it a secret? I don't know. I'll edit
0: it out where it just goes like makes a chicken noise.
1: Oh okay, let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, really? Can you do that? We'll find out. That would be so funny. I hope anyway. that happens. So, yeah, back to the nesting thing. Yeah, um, yeah the, this year has been, the past couple of years have been so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've really moved into a different phase in our lives. So this has more to do with that, I think, than the baby coming. Yeah. Um, but we have been trying. I feel like we've been trying for the last two years to make our house into what we need it to be. To mm-hmm. take it from one kind of house to a different kind of house. Yeah. And I think before it was kind of a place of retreat. Like this is where we would kind of hunker down. You'd come home from work. Uh, I, at that time I didn't have a lot of people over. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I didn't. Um, but then we started having neighborhood Bible study and then you moved your office home. Um, and then we started counseling here, uh, and it's kind of become mm-hmm. a hub yeah. of ministry and work. And, um, so we've just, conti- as
0: the home should be,
1: <laughs> <Right>. we've continually. <laughs> if you'd <moved>. like my
0: <laughs> pastoral wisdom on this.
1: Yeah. I gotta say, I love it. Um, but we've continually like morphed entire rooms to, to suit the needs better. And so, um, when I got pregnant, I Basically, was just trying to keep the bottom floor running so we could still have Bible study and we could still do counseling and homeschool. Um, and that was pretty much all I had. But this past, like, month, I felt an urgency that we've got to get back upstairs.
0: <laughs> yeah, the upstairs head. <laughs> I mean, we made a joke last time that we were going to turn it into Lord of the Flies. Uh. <laughs> But it kind of has that, oh uh, that
1: feel. You oh, know, my goodness. Oh, my
0: goodness. Anytime you introduce Legos as a favorite <laughs> playing piece of anybody.
1: And you know what? The funniest thing about the problem that we had up there is I cannot blame anyone but myself.
0: That That is funny because I don't blame anybody.
1: Because <laughs> <this year. laughs> I love toys mm-hmm. so much. And I cannot...
0: Ten out of twelve months of the year, she complains about the stuff that they have. The months around their birthday and Christmas, she then fills the house with the stuff that she's going to hate.
1: Yeah. More crackers. I forgot
0: to get you graham crackers, didn't I? Fail. Fail. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let my yes be yes and my no be no and give him some graham crackers real fast.
1: What? So, yeah, I love buying toys for the kids mm-hmm. and it's I think even if we didn't have kids, like even before we had kids, I was getting gifts like children's books and wooden old wooden toys like i just i I think I like toys a lot, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: we bought if you if you slap the word heirloom, oh yeah, in front of the toys name. Then I want it. Yeah. She wants to buy it. Yeah.
1: So we have so and it will,
0: many. It like, will be here forever. Just in our attic. Never. You remember the heirloom rocking horse that we bought? Yeah. That what was it? Do you remember what the problem with it was?
1: It, was it dumped the children. Well.
0: When they got on it, when you put a child on, it didn't matter their size. The <laughs> thing would fall, flip over backwards. <laughs>
1: remember that yeah it was like every time they'd
0: rock and it would just go Froom, and throw them backwards it's still in the attic it oh, is
1: it is it's heirloom because it's
0: an heirloom from pottery
1: barn kids yeah kids yeah Where and it wasn't even it's made from like had a thin wood.
0: veneer of wood on it yeah
1: anyway oh my goodness so yeah like i just see like a new playmobile set and I just can't resist it. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. But then, I mean, okay, so you have, we both have very generous families mm-hmm. and we have big families mm-hmm. and we have a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. So, birthday and Christmas, I mean, it's just a fact. We bring home a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I went up there, what, two weeks ago or maybe a week ago to clean. And I was like, I can't, I just can't be up here. Mm-hmm.
0: I it's, can't even. I
1: can't even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I came downstairs and I was like, kids, I want you to get buckets and go bring the upstairs to me. And they did. And it's been, what, a week?
0: Yeah, a little hi-ho of dwarves up <laughs> and down the stairs.
1: <laughs> and we have brought every single piece downstairs
0: so the upstairs looks great now the yeah downstairs
1: yeah but it is kind of organized down here but it spans two rooms and it's just toys like but so anyway upstairs is totally it's just beds yeah clothes it's empty it's like we moved yeah <laughs> and i'm so happy <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> look kids you have a room up here. <laughs> it's
1: so pretty. You can move no, and walk. You can walk. walk around.
0: Oh, my goodness. At night, I would go up there for mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: in, inevitably step on a Lego or yes. a kick a something. Yes. Or it was so frustrating. Yeah. yeah. So
1: now we have to figure out what exactly. Like, we're going to go through everything and decide what gets to go back up there. And it's I'm thinking... Not much. It's going to be pretty sparse. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've been listening to a podcast on the Soviet Union. Yeah. I can, I'll go KGB (laughs) on this stuff. Okay. I'm ready for you. Walk it to a back room and uh, you'll never see it again.
1: But not the Playmobil. We're keeping all of it. We are going to put a bunch of stuff in the attic. I'll just give
0: you plausible deniability. (laughs) Okay. You'll be all
1: right. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, that's why. That's why you're tired. Oh,
1: that's why I'm dead. Yeah, that's
0: why you're de- so I, I work, if her speech seems slurred or her <laughs> thoughts somewhat varied, let's If my say, neuron. Yeah, if your neuron is like taking a nap. <laughs>
1: especially hey, neuron,
0: wake up. Wake up, neuron.
1: <laughs> that's why.
0: Yeah.
1: I did. I worked until my my body literally. I know my body was like, you have to stop.
0: Which is funny, because your mother and I have been saying that. Yeah. I think your neuron finally listened. <laughs> your body was like, all these other people that are telling me to stop. Yeah. I should probably listen to them.
1: So, yeah. Here I sit in my nest.
0: hmm And I'm those, storing up my here.
1: energy for tomorrow. Because tomorrow we have to do something with all this stuff. Because... The
0: stuff is here now. Yes. We've answered it. You don't have to go up and down the stairs. No. But... It's all here. And by you, I mean me.
1: And then the next day... It's all got to be clean because we have That'll people stay. coming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, stay.
1: yeah, we can do it. We, we can do it.
0: I, my contribution will be not being here. Yeah,
1: and you did a lot of bending and carrying.
0: Yeah, today. Yeah. So. And it is. It's not like I'm just disappearing.
1: Right. I'm
0: getting the kids away. Oh
1: yeah, you should.
0: <laughs> when he and did my. <laughs> my contribution will be, I'm out of here, babe.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I when he disappears. He I take a, the, kids the kids down to
0: the church, and I work because the Lord has blessed me with the ability to work in the midst of chaos.
1: Yes. So
0: I can go down there, and they can be in my office, in my face, you and I can even, be. In he has this just,
1: amazing brain. Like, I, you are so blessed by that. My brain, as we have discussed, with the one neuron. The can neuron only, cannot be distracted. No, it can only think about one thing at a time or listen to one person at a time. And his is like... I can listen to two people at once or listen or to nobody. No one. He can yeah. decide how many voices... And tune ready. it all out
0: and just be the type of...
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It is
0: nice. It's a blessing from the Lord. Yeah. Sometimes, though, it gets you in trouble because you don't know that it's your wife who really needs you to listen. right? And so right. you've just done whatever, but... Yeah. But you know I know you, thank you,
1: I do and I love you
0: oh I love you
1: <laughs> I love you too oh
0: this is so sweet. we'll be right back oh <laughs> uh, so who's who's your dedication then for today Toys <laughs> I am not dedicating anything to toys I'm dedicating I'm, toys? I'm I'm dedicating today to glad trash bags yeah black thick. <laughs> Toy form concealing <laughs> trash bags, because our oldest is a harpy who will swoop in and notice this refuse of a toy that he has never seen or played with in right. the last ten years. But he'll remember it. He'll remember, and he will.
1: He will remember. It. He
0: is his memory is ridiculous. Yes, especially say, about, remember. da-da-da-da-da-da, yes. and it's like ah oh, yes, yes okay.
1: He ah oh, man. Cause you're saying
0: no, you're just saying that you right. don't actually remember, and then he'll say a very specific. Give you all
1: the details, and
0: you're like, okay, I give yeah. it to you. Yeah. You remember?
1: He's always had trouble parting with things. Yeah.
0: So thank you, Glad trash bags. Yes. Because I'll zip How zip many that bags stuff up.
1: did you take out today? Like
0: eight. Uh, don't seven. forget,
1: there's two more upstairs. Seven
0: bags that I put in the dumpster,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and plus a stroller.
1: Mm-hmm. And a- <laughs> I don't to- say that. Why not? Because okay, nothing. It was nothing.
0: More chicken noise. <laughs> 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 oh
1: yeah. That's funny. Should I tell everyone all my favorite toys? You already
0: did. We did the toy episode. No, that you was my toys.
1: I mean, my toys. I love now.
0: Oh, the toys <laughs> growing up. <laughs> that'll be our jello salad should we make it to the end i don't want to skip talking about meaningful things
1: to talk about kidding to talk but about if toys. you want a list i can tell you all my favorite toy makers
0: that'd be helpful yeah because you know you know you've got a good eye for heirloom quality things yeah like melee. Mm, uh, wait chicken <laughs> <laughs> anyway um Mayleg. It's the So best. why don't you're, you're just ruining your actual advice later because I really you really guaranteed...
1: gonna dedicate to Glad? Yeah. I agree. I second that.
0: Is this our first mutual dedication and it's to a trash bag? <laughs> I think so. That's that seems a little trite. Oh <gasps> uh, all right, what do you want to talk about today? Well Ooh! Since we talked last time uh-huh. about false guilt, uh-huh. let's talk this time about how to handle real guilt. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We even said that we would. Yeah, we should talk about that. So, and
0: since we recorded that episode like three days ago, we haven't forgotten. I know
1: we're like on a roll. I haven't
0: even been able to edit that episode yet.
1: We should keep doing this just when we have a hankering.
0: When we have a hankering, let's talk. Yeah, with a phone in between us. Yes. Uh huh. I like this.
1: Yeah, so, All right, so what actual uh, guilt. Yeah, so what do
0: you do when you've actually wronged someone? And mm-hmm. and I think it's important, mm-hmm. Mr. One thing we've got to understand is sinning against another person, wronging a brother or sister in Christ, is going to be a common thing. Right. Uh, doesn't mean it's an acceptable thing. Right. Doesn't mean it's an okay thing. Doesn't mean it's something we're making light of. Yeah. But realizing that it's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm talked about in multiple passages of scripture, Mm -hmm. realizing that it's going to be a thing is going to help you make sure you don't just ignore it Mm -hmm. or that you don't just either either get angry when someone does sin against you as if they've done something extraordinarily unthinkable Mm -hmm. or... You refuse to deal with your sin when you've wronged someone else because you think you've done something extraordinarily evil that yeah, surely like, no other Christian mm-hmm. at this church has ever done. <laughs> right. But let me tell you, the pastor—that's <laughs> right, one of the pastors, Zach probably not. <laughs> uh, no, Zach has. Uh, I mean, I sin, I sin, and repent, mm-hmm. and I mean openly to mm-hmm. the kids, and uh, I mean just tonight. I wronged somebody. Mm-hmm. I did something that was less than kind and loving and mature and per- all those things that you're supposed to be as a believer. And I went and immediately told that person, I said, Look, I did this and I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't, now it wasn't malicious. It wasn't, but it, it, it was sinful. It wasn't, it wasn't pure and perfect and, and, mm-hmm. and Christ like. Uh, And so I just went and I told him, I said, look, this is what I did. And this is why it was wrong. And I just want to say, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. you know, forgive me. Um, And then I came in and got the kids together who'd been a part of it, Mm -hmm. who'd seen me do it or or heard, you know, and I, I let them hear my -hmm. confession of guilt and I told them, "Look, what I did was not right, and here's why. And here's what I should have done mm-hmm. instead.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that should that should just be a common part of both an individual's life and like for a father or a mother, mm-hmm. uh, part of parenting your kids. Yeah. Your kids need to see you confessing. If your kids don't see you confessing, then then either they think you're perfect, which is not which is not good, uh, or or you know they uh, think you're a hypocrite." Right. So, which is also not good. <laughs> right. So yeah, just recognizing that it's a, a common part of of our Christian life.
1: Yeah, I remember I had a real light bulb moment about this when our friend Elise was visiting um from Moscow, Idaho. And I was just really impressed by the way her children uh she how she interacted with her kids and something happened and the way that they came and took ownership for what they had done and the way, and then I saw another thing between siblings and they knew how to handle it. They knew what to say on both sides. And I, I messaged her later and just told her how much I was impacted by that. And what she said back was the light bulb moment. She said, she just wishes that she had known earlier how often she sins, and how important it is to know how to fix it. Mm -hmm. And that's something that they have then tried really hard to implement in their home. Um, And it just, I think it made me realize how not good a lot of us are at this. Yeah,
0: I think it's because, like I said, we mm-hmm. we either ignore our sin, mm-hmm. or we think again that if we sin, it is some extraordinarily yeah. uh, like, crazy thing right. for a believer to do. Yeah, uh, and to have or for for something to happen for a believer, and that's just not mm-hmm. the way that the Bible speaks mm-hmm. of sin.
1: Yeah. Uh, and
0: and especially related to sin toward one another.
1: And I think it's one of those things where if you're not in a church culture where this is done, like if someone's not doing it first, then it's hard for people to. Yeah. And I would say that, that
0: the Bible does encourage us to be proactive mm-hmm. about our sin specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, so when you sin, what, well take for example what Jesus says mm-hmm. if your brother has something against you Matthew chapter 5 if your brother has something against you go and be reconciled with him quickly mm-hmm. uh, go and and fix it it's funny the word reconciled there is, is a different word for reconciled in like that Paul used in like ministry of reconciliation it's it's a word that means uh, get through it, mm-hmm. uh, it it's, it's like changing getting through the change course Sort of quickly mm-hmm. get through the situation quickly, but he says, "So you go and you handle it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go even even you know you're about to go give your offering, uh, you know, at the temple. Yeah, you know you're about to do something good. Mm-hmm. If you realize that your brother has something against you that you have wronged him, and, and we'll talk about that. They act, it's like again, this isn't false guilt. Mm-hmm. This isn't your brother's feelings are hurt even though you've not done anything wrong. Uh, it's you've wronged somebody mm-hmm. he's go and handle it quickly mm-hmm. uh, and he says if you don't that's where he says you know you'll you're gonna pay every penny of, mm-hmm. of what you owe uh so yeah if you've wronged somebody take care of it mm-hmm. and be proactive don't 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 think it's gonna go away right don't think that you know maybe it wasn't a big deal because they're not acting like it's a big deal yeah. there's two things that can be wrong in that one is that maybe it is a big deal, and they just aren't showing it. And there's like a root of bitterness growing in their heart towards you because you're still not dealing with it. And you think, oh, they're not they're not doing anything, right. and they're waiting on you to do that's something. That's just a game. It's a yeah, like yeah. game
1: of you're feeling it out to see Or it. the
0: other thing might be that they don't think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. That they know you've sinned, and they're like, oh, I guess sin's not a big deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and they're learning to treat sin by as if it's not a big deal because you're treating it. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, And so both of those, neither one of those is a good thing to have happen.
1: And then what you end up having are churches and families where people are pretending to be okay with each other. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of fake smiles. We come to holidays, we come to church, we're all going to get along, but the love, like the deep, true love that we're supposed to have toward each other is maybe not being genuine. Well,
0: I mean, Jesus's whole chapter on in Matthew 18 on church discipline, his whole section on church discipline is in the middle of a discussion of his love for his children that, and that we should love his children like he loves his children. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, it's better for us to have a millstone tied around our neck and be thrown into the sea. Like if we cause one of these brothers or sisters to sin. And so then he's like, look, this is what you do mm-hmm. if one of them has sinned. This is, this is how you handle it. Uh, but, so even, even that, even addressing mm-hmm. sin is an aspect of genuine love mm-hmm. for one another. Yeah. And, and if either one of those two things were true that I talked about, either they're not thinking sin's a big deal or, you know, they're just not outwardly showing it, uh, but inwardly they're, they're angered. Mm-hmm. Uh, if either one of those is just, ah, that's okay with me. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just not in a good place. Right. I mean, that's not loving that's not loving a brother or sister to be like as long as we don't do it on the outside we can still like despise each other yeah. or not be okay and but there could be everyone thinks so we're okay many
1: things under the surface like we oh, were even yeah. telling the kids today like we were talking about envy and that if you aren't happy when something good happens to someone that is a sign that there's something in your heart that needs to be addressed you know yeah. that so there's just always
0: that can be a topic we talk about on a future episode. I think
1: I think we should because we've been talking a lot about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what what we want is to be just really right with each other, mm-hmm. and and honoring God in and that. And to way. reckon
0: to realize that this reconciliation is yes, it's about getting right with a brother or sister, but mm-hmm. it's also about being right with the Lord. Yeah. And part of being right with the Lord isn't just confessing to Him; it's confessing to one another. And
1: I think you hit on something really good that this—it's about His time. person. Like He made these mm-hmm. people, even like our kids. Sometimes it's easy to forget. You might you might love this child, but this is God's child, mm-hmm. and they are made by Him. They are loved by Him, and you had better treat them. With love, yes, because they don't. Which is
0: going to include addressing their sin. They
1: belong to Him, and certainly addressing your sin. So,
0: so if you cause one of His to sin, Mm -hmm. it's not it's not loving. And if one sins against you and you don't do anything about it, it's it's not loving either. So, yeah, we need to we need to be proactive. We need to handle it. We need to handle it uh, quickly, uh, and and get that reconciliation going. And
1: I think handle it quickly and. I don't know what the word would be, but like normally, like this is not crazy what we're talking about here. You don't, yeah, you don't have to
0: slaughter an ox at their feet. Yes. You don't have to fawn over it. You, I mean, you just to be avoid clear.
1: eye contact. And, and like.
0: uh, yeah. You don't have to, you know, bow down yeah. and kiss their ring or their feet <laughs> or anything like that. Just say, hey, what I did was wrong. I mean, you're exhorting one another to good. Uh, uh, and that can be done in confession of sin. Confess and, your sins to one another. Uh, and forgive one another. I mean, yeah. that's that's all it is. There, there's no Simple. you don't have to add any claptrap to it. Like mm-hmm. just just do it. Just make it a. If you if you add all this pomp and this bread and circuses to it, it is going to make it more weird,
1: right? And more
0: abnormal instead of normal. Mm-hmm. Which, if it's abnormal, then people are going to go, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. If you put a whole bunch of other things on the how. Mm-hmm. Then people can be confused about well what sort of steps or processes yeah. or whatever but if it's just hey you've wronged somebody tell them what you did mm-hmm. tell them why that was wrong biblically mm-hmm. you know how you sin make sure you again make sure you can name your sin
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and and name it and then and and deal with it mm-hmm. uh, and don't you don't need to add anything else to it if mm-hmm. you if you've wronged. Uh, if you've wronged someone, uh,
1: and I think that it, sets such a good tone. It that way. I mean, and I, and
0: I would say one thing that that we forget is when you've wronged someone by proxy, uh-huh. meaning this: you have wronged someone else, either in the presence
1: of others. Yeah,
0: like tonight, like that. That's what I had done. Others had seen it, mm-hmm. and it could be. If they could have taken my my example and it would not have been a good example. Mm -hmm. And so I let them know, hey, I'm sorry that you saw this great example in in marriages is if you're unhappy with your spouse and you've complained about that spouse Mm -hmm. to another person. Mm -hmm. And so now you're reconciled to your spouse. Yeah. But you never got on the phone again and <laughs> right. told that other person, "Hey, look, I sinned against you by yeah. talking about my husband or talking about my wife to you, yeah. and that was wrong, yeah. and I am sorry." Yeah. Uh, those sorts of things need to be done, and if we don't, we're not we're not fully addressing the sin. No, uh, and, and those things are wrong. You have wronged that person by letting them see your sin mm-hmm. because you've encouraged them to more sin. You and have set a, a bad example of have sin.
1: hard feelings toward your spouse now too.
0: Yeah, they so the last thing they know <laughs> is that your spouse doesn't help around the house, you know, He's a real uh, jerk. or she doesn't work, you know, I get home and she's this or that and they don't know that you oh, and your spouse had this great now. moment, <laughs> and you're in the Bible together now, and everything's great. You never call those people back. still
1: like Call those us.
0: people back. Like, when you are reconciled, with this is why gossip is dangerous. I mean, we could yeah. jump into all the Proverbs things about, you know, you whispering these things. And we do it as Christians. We whisper it, but oh. like as a confession slash prayer, pray for me because I'm really struggling with whatever.
1: With this person. Uh, and With it?
0: like, this person. It's like... Go and tell that person and deal with it. <laughs> and it's different for me because I'm the pastor. So they should, they yeah, should tell yeah, me yeah. how do I, how should I handle this. Uh, but there's been times that I've told spouses, quit talking to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Go and talk to your husband. Like, don't skip your the husband. Don't skip. And, like, just think you can vent to the pastor. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have to recognize, I think these people are just venting. Yeah. About their spouse. Yeah. Uh, or about their kids or Mm -hmm. about their job or about whatever Mm -hmm. and not really wanting this to be fixed or at least that's not the right now that's not the motivation the motivation seems to be i can tell this guy everything i'm upset about and Mm -hmm. get it off my chest Mm -hmm. and and that's not that's not really helpful go and fix it yeah Go and go and tell, tell that person go and yeah. So yeah, if you've ever done that by, by proxy, (laughs) let me just encourage you now. This sounds like an AA meeting, right? Like go back and find out who you've done whatever to. Uh, But remember that the next time it comes to repentance on your part, who did you sin in front of? Yeah. Because you were leading them to temptation by example. You were setting a bad example for them uh, and You know, maybe they're a younger brother and sister. Maybe they're struggling with something else. They're not happy with their spouse. They're not happy with their life. And your lack of contentment Mm -hmm. might have taught them to give in to their lack of contentment. Mm -hmm. And if you've now learned, I was wrong to not be content, Mm -hmm. then go to them and say, look, I can't believe I, you know, complained about my contentment in front of you. Uh, I shouldn't have done that.
1: And every time we do that, confess. It just makes it easier for yes. the people around us to do that it same makes it, thing. It makes it
0: easier for you and easier for the people.
1: Yeah, because then they're like, oh, I'm safe here. I can confess my sins to this yeah. person.
0: It's real Christian safety, yeah. unlike the Christian safety that we, we talk about, where everyone is, you know, I want, uh, what's the word that they use? I want, not honesty. I want to be real. Vulnerability, which is where we just talk about how bad we are, but it's not in a repentance. Kind right. Of way.
1: Right. It's just like, Our you struggle. struggling? Yeah, I'm
0: struggling. You struggling? Yeah, me too. Uh, well, good. Woo. I'm glad we got a church full of strugglers. Uh, but, you know, confessing the sin involves uh, a repentance of that sin. It's saying this is wrong. Yeah. What I've done. And I need to make it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so do that. Confess, confess these things to one another. And even so, if you have, you know, if we're talking about genuine guilt here, if you've wronged somebody, or even wronged somebody by doing something wrong in front of them, uh, handle it. Do you want to get under the covers?
1: Yes, um, I want the covers. I want the covers.
0: Oh, do you want to get cozy?
1: He to sit in my nest.
0: <laughs> do you want to get cozy? Yeah, i go to go cozy. <laughs> You're so cute. He's so cute. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. <laughs> He's just too cute he not to so cute. not to mess with. The I get cozy. That's what he does in the, in the mornings. I bring him in the mornings and I'm getting stuff ready. Uh, I make him cozy on the couch. Yeah. I tuck little covers around him. Give him a little pillow <laughs> spot. And so he thought that's what he was getting.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right not bad. Ah, uh, it's bedtime. Like you can get cozy
0: in bed. We're not getting the cozy in bed. The ultimate
1: cozy place.
0: Yes. It's even yes. more exciting. Right. So so cozy and you can sleep for eight hours. Come on. But, yeah. So, uh, where were we? We talked about uh, mm-hmm. what to do yeah. when uh, you've wronged someone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think uh, another good thing to talk about is the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. How to handle it when you've been wronged. Right. Because that's another thing we struggle with. Is well. What do I do mm-hmm. when someone has wronged me?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So what do you do, Leslie? And then I'll tell you all the things that you, you go, go wrong hide and, and cry until you
1: pretend until they notice that it never
0: happened. And The first thing I would I would say, and and this similar to last week, I would say one: make sure you've actually been wronged,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> like that you're not just yeah, being tender.
0: You you you. It's, it needs to be a, a, a sin that someone has has done to you, not just your your feelings. So you need to be able to say, "This is how this person has sinned, right?" Against otherwise, me. Otherwise, otherwise
1: you can't. Maybe you're the main. Yeah.
0: <laughs> otherwise, the problem <laughs> isn't them; it's you. So if if you can't say, "Here's the sin that they've broken," if you're like, "Well, he, what they what they did wrong was." They hurt my feelings and they probably don't know it. I don't know if they said it intentionally or, you know, they shook someone else's hand and not mine. They forgot
1: my birthday. Yeah, all sorts
0: of things. And so then you hold that against them as if they have done a wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: A wrong, a sin, is by definition a breaking of God's law. So if you cannot find what they've done wrong. If you can't name it, Mm -hmm. it's like we said last week, they certainly can't repent of it. Right. And so you can't hold them accountable for it either. So the first thing I do is make sure that if you are feeling that someone has wronged you, ask how, ask Mm -hmm. yourself how, Mm -hmm. like, what is it? What have they done? And if you can't name a sin, if it's more of a feeling or like a preference of yours even mm-hmm. like well i just don't think they should have or mm-hmm. i don't think they should do mm-hmm. you know well okay but you can't mm-hmm. you can't be anchored at them for that they're the problem is you you've created a standard uh, either too high or too low for the scripture mm-hmm. and yeah that that's actually a mirror of, your your feeling of being wrong is actually a mirror to show you no, you're the one in the wrong. Mm-hmm. You're the one in the wrong. Now, if you, if you haven't expressed that to them, I would say you don't need to go and apologize to them.
1: Right. right. I
0: wouldn't make that clear. <laughs> if every time you probably get upset at someone, you do not have to go and tell them. Right. I, I want really you to know that you. I, for the longest time, <laughs> I thought you were a loser. Uh, it's like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for years. Will you
1: forgive me? For years. <laughs> I just
0: want you to know, please forgive me for how I just despised you. you
1: got on my nerves. Yeah. And it was the weirdest thing because you hadn't really done anything. I think it was just your face. <laughs> And it's so wrong to be offended by your face, yeah. you know?
0: So don't, you don't have to <laughs> do that. Then that
1: person is, like, really, what? like, oh. <laughs> uh,
0: but so it, first thing I'd say is it, you need to actually have been wrong.
1: Yeah, and I would say, like, there might be a circumstance, like, in a marriage where you are feeling tender. Your spouse hasn't done anything wrong. I think it's okay to say, hey, I'm feeling, I'm I'm a little, like, uh. hmm I'm just a little tender tonight. Yes. And I think that's a nice thing to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the reason we say, and we're not just making this up like you have to. Like in Matthew 18, he says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault. Mm -hmm. Go and tell him what he has done wrong. Mm -hmm. So if you can't tell him his fault, Mm -hmm. the the thing that that, that he has done, the thing he needs to be reproved of, so it's the, the same word for reproof. The thing that, that you're reproving of what he has done wrong. If you can't tell him his fault, mm-hmm. then you can't do Matthew 18. You can't ha- you, then, then your mm-hmm. brother hasn't sinned against you. Right. If you can't name the fault, then there is no sin. Right. Uh, and so the first thing I would say is make sure you've actually been wrong. Because I think most of the times that I felt, most of the times I felt wrong by people, I think a lot of times I could go back and look and say, I think the problem was actually me, right? Not them. Right. Now there exactly. have been, of course, multiple cases where mm-hmm. the problem has been them, mm-hmm. where I have been wronged.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I think I think we live in a, a, such a tender mm-hmm. world sometimes, and a very me-focused yeah. world that it's natural for us to just be angry when someone doesn't worship and us hurt. as much as we worship us,
1: and just so hurt.
0: I'm just so hurt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Instead of
0: thinking that the problem was with them, mm-hmm. let that, let that be the Lord's teaching you about yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't be frustrated by it, uh, hate it mm-hmm. and repent of it and move on. Yeah. Even with yourself.
1: And that's the same with your kids. Like sometimes you'll be so stressed out and you feel like everyone's doing something wrong. And actually it's just that you're being impatient. <laughs> like they haven't done anything. They're being childlike. They're being mm-hmm. loud, but they're not sinning. Um, so that's an, that's just another good time to realize, oh, it's me. Yeah.
0: Cause if you, I mean, it's funny because if someone has sinned
1: against you and so Matthew 18 tells you
0: how to handle it. If someone sins against you, go and tell them their fault, name their sin. Mm -hmm. If you don't do that, Mm -hmm. then who's the one that's actually sinning? You. You. Cause Jesus tells you how to handle it. Mm -hmm. If someone sins against you, go and tell them their fault. Mm hmm. Do it. Yeah. Tell it to them.
1: But we don't.
0: Because there's no fault normally.
1: <laughs> That's why we don't. But then if there is, we don't. We, we don't. don't take we care still don't do we it. Just don't talk to other people. Yes, about it. we and talk
0: about all it's these such a mess. E- These and things. The Lord
1: has given us all of these great guidelines. Yes. A map for how to navigate all of these relationships. And we just we don't do it. Yeah. So,
0: and I think and I think the Bible expects us to do it, and the Bible expects looks at it in a in a positive way
1: mm-hmm. i mean.
0: We even go into it assuming this isn't going to work. They're going to be upset. They're going to be. But when you look at like Matthew 18, again, which is a classic passage on how do we handle sin. It says you you go, you you tell them your fault. And then if they listen, you've gained a brother. Mm -hmm. So it's assuming right off the bat. It doesn't say this is what you do. Step one. This is what you do. Step two. This is what you do. Step three. It says this is what you do. Step one. They listen. You've gained back a brother.
1: Yeah. So it's
0: assuming success.
1: Yes. With just that first step. And isn't it great when you've seen this happen? Oh, yeah. Isn't it the best thing ever? Yes. It's like, wow, God's yes. word really works. <laughs> yes.
0: And and it's encouraging. And they actually, instead of being mad at you, they're, they're happy. Grateful. Yes. Yeah. Because we as believers hate sin right we hate it and to find out that we've got a brother or sister that is watching out for us mm-hmm. that is not I mean again this isn't the vindictive vulture
1: right who's like
0: waiting for everybody to slip up <laughs> uh but the person who genuinely cares for our soul mm-hmm. then then man we love that that's mm-hmm. a cherished brother that's mm-hmm. a that's a compatriot in the fight against sin mm-hmm. it's a valued yeah. asset yeah it's a It's a, it's a fellow fighter. Mm -hmm. And that's encouraging because if there's anyone who knows how much we sin, it's us. Mm -hmm. So if someone just notices one thing that we do, then we know the other 90 that we've done, that we've been dealing with and we feel so helpless. And so, so to know that someone else is watching out for us and will never let us get away with it. We'll never let sin get a foothold in our lives. If they can help it, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a, man, that's a, that is such an encouraging brother.
1: Yep. And an encouraging and, and,
0: spouse. And I'll tell you this. Uh, they your dad's talked about it. I mean, one of the mo- he's told me before, yes. one of the most encouraging times in our relationship, uh, both as father-in-law, son-in-law, as friends, and then as pastor and church member, was are the times. There's been more than one where I've had to tell him, mm-hmm. hey. This isn't what you did was wrong, mm-hmm. and here's why. Uh, and I've heard him multiple times, you know, say, "You won't believe it," you know, <laughs> he loves and it. just he loves it right. because he said that's he how it sin. needs to be. He hates yeah, him. he does. He, he hates wants, wants to be godly. So it actually made us better friends, and he right. said multiple times, "You're the son I never had."
1: Uh, that's not true. <laughs> that's not
0: true. <laughs> I'm um, the son he wishes he was. Like, yeah. uh, but anyway, yeah, so, those things. So okay, so let's say you've actually been wrong, right? What do you do? You go to well, there's team.
1: well, there's several ways that women handle it. Cold shoulders Do you mean? Yeah, that's right. Like just icy cold that gentle and qu- extra
0: quiet. Spirit. Extra
1: quiet. Oh.
0: And that's what I remember when we were going through that and I said in first first Peter and I said there is a quiet that is very <laughs> loud. <laughs> yes. It is a very loud quiet. A quiet that everybody hears. That's not the gentle and quiet. No. That you need to have when it yeah. comes to sin.
1: That or the just laying it on. Laying it on the kids like how could you like, mm-hmm. you never think about me and, you know, those sorts of things. So go ahead and tell us how we should handle it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean,
0: just step by step. The easiest place to go is Matthew 18. You go to them one-on-one, assuming that they'll listen. Uh, and again, not saying assuming that they'll listen, not that they will, saying you need to go into it assuming the best. This is a brother or sister who has sinned. It's not crazy. This doesn't mean they're apostate, this, right. whatever the sin is. The Bible even assumes that pastors will sin. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, But you go to them one-on-one. They're probably going to hear you. And look, you've won back a brother. Mm -hmm. If not, you take two or three. uh, And and if they don't listen to them, uh, you take two or three witnesses, which meets the Old Testament requirement for a, a, a guilty verdict. Then you take... Uh, you take it to the church and the whole church pursues them. Mm-hmm. Again, this, this is not done quickly. It's not done rashly. Mm-hmm. It's not that like I go to you one day and say, Hey, you repent. You didn't next day. I'm bringing two or three next day. It's the church next day. It's it, it's not, it can be that,
1: mm-hmm. but it doesn't
0: necessarily have to be. It, it doesn't, it all needs to be done lovingly, circumspectly, wisely, uh, um,
1: believing all, things. Believing all, all, all things. things.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, and then again, if he if then if they don't listen to the church, you treat them as a as a gentile and, and a tax collector. Uh, again, but the hope in that is, what does that mean? Well, how did mm-hmm. Jesus t- treat gentiles and tax collectors? It just means you you don't just assume their salvation. Mm-hmm. You don't assume that they're reprobate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, well, this this is obviously someone that the Lord is never going to save. So mm-hmm. I you know shake the dust off Wash my feet. Wash my hands of you. Yeah, yeah. You just treat them. As someone who needs the Lord now, you treat them as someone who oh sin apparently hasn't been defeated in their heart. You treat them as you know the two of the soils that looked good, but then you'd be it the sun or the the vines strangled out the seed, whatever it is. That's how that's you just treat them like that, uh, which means you just start sharing the gospel with them. It means you just keep continuing to call them to repentance. You're not you don't really change the steps. You just change how you view them. You're still going to call them to repentance. Mm-hmm. But you're calling them to repentance of you need to have repent and believe, which is, again, the same thing you're calling every Christian to every time they sin. Repent and believe. Mm-hmm. Repent and believe. It is a life of repentance, a life of believe the gospel. Because if you believe this, you wouldn't be living this. So this is a, this is a faith struggle here. Mm-hmm. You need to believe God and and obey him. So let's say you do that. And let's say, like it assumes, that the brother does Mm -hmm. listen Mm -hmm. and repent. I think what Jesus says there is useful because it says, look, you've gained a brother. End of the story. Right. Right. It's done. Mm -hmm. There's no no other step that needs to happen. There's nothing. I mean, you need to see it as finished, over. Mm -hmm. You don't need to hold any lasting grudges. You don't need to change their view of them. You Mm -hmm. don't need to... I mean, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. you need to, it needs to, it needs to be over. It's, it's handled. Right. Uh, and I think this is most clear uh, when, when Jesus is talking in, in the gospel of, of Luke. Uh, Luke chapter 17, uh, listen to how Jesus says, uh, when he's talking uh, in this, he says, if, it, if your brother sins against you, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. Okay, okay, fine. And if he sins against you seven times. Remember, this is what, in Matthew 18, that's what Peter asks after Jesus says, forgive him. He says, well, how many times do I have to, do I have to forgive him? Because you know, Peter's even assuming it's going to work, right? So Peter comes, in Matthew 18, even even Peter, messed up Peter, mm-hmm. is like, okay, so how many times am I going to have to do this? Because he's assuming you're going to go to the brother with his sin, and he's going to say, you're, and you're not going to have to go to the two or three. And you're not going to have to go to the church. You're not going to have to treat him like a Gentile tax collector. He's like, so how many times do I have to do that? Mm-hmm. And Jesus says 70 times seven. Right? Seven, how many times do I have to do that? Christ, seven times? And Jesus says 70 times seven. Well, in, Ma- in Luke, it's even more poignant because in Luke, he says, if he sins against you seven times in the day, <laughs> And turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. So how quickly must your forgiveness and forgetfulness Mm -hmm. be? He says, look, if your brother does this and you go to him with the sin and you name it, and he repents. And he does that same thing six more times in the day. Trying to say what? Not that you're counting and go, man, when he gets to eight, I'm done. Mm -hmm. right? But trying to show just a continual quick forgiveness found in believers, which is modeling the forgiveness that you have from the Lord for your sin. Mm-hmm. So you can't create this record of wrong. I mean, that's why Paul says not to have a record of wrongs and all this, because none of these things is the Lord doing to you. And so you who certainly sinned more than seven times in a day, and the Lord has not written off. Mm-hmm. If you've got a brother who sins against you, you can't hold a grudge. You can't hold this over their head. You cannot allow yourself, even if you don't tell them I'm holding it above your head, you cannot allow yourself to hold a grudge against them. Mm-hmm. Even if they do that, Jesus says seven times in one day. Because what we'll do is we'll say, if they sin a second time, we'll say, well, that first repentance wasn't genuine. Yes. Or if they sin two times, well, the second, first, and second, that must not have been genuine repentance. Mm-hmm. That's not what Jesus says. Jesus says they can do this seven times in a day. Now, Jesus could be wrong, and you could be right. No, right? I hope you're not going, oh, I never thought of that as an option. But that's, what is the Lord teaching us now? Why did he choose that language? Because that's what type of a battle we're in for one another, not against one another. Yes. Yes. And so you need to go into it when you're calling a believer to repentance, and I've had to deal with this with church members who are like, why are you still dealing with that brother? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, do something to them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. they repented. Well, why do you? You can't trust their repentance. That's not, what, that's not what Jesus tells me to do. Right. Jesus tells me to call them to repentance. Mm-hmm. And if they keep doing this seven times in one day, I'm supposed to just keep forgiving them. Mm-hmm. Now, if they sin again, what do I do? I call them to repentance again. Mm-hmm. And when they break that sin, I call them to repentance again. And now I never quit that. I don't stop that. But if they, if they keep repenting, if they keep confessing and repenting, I do not know their heart. Like in that, it would be easy to go, Jesus, after five times, it's clear. Right. But he doesn't. He uses the example of seven, which is to show, of course, completeness. Like it could happen over and over and over. And you just forgive.
1: Mm-hmm. You forgive. That's your role.
0: Because that, what's your role? To be a picture of what Christ is Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. And you're, I mean, you're not, I mean, that's why so many times the example that Jesus gives is, you know, you hypocrites. How can you not forgive? How can the one who's been forgiven so much hold it against a brother who has sinned against them so little in comparison to how you've sinned against me? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so remembering that when someone has wronged us, when we're talking about real guilt, not false guilt, but real guilt is so important. Mm -hmm that the one thing I need to keep in mind going into this is what has Christ done for me? Mm-hmm. And I have to model that for my brother and sister.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but that's, that's key. So I think, I think those, those things right there are, um, you know, good sort of guidelines, mm-hmm. uh, to forgive, forgive, uh, forgive quickly. Don't hold a grudge. Uh, Leave it. Mm-hmm. Leave it. Yeah. And 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 what's funny is that's what the, the word forgiveness actually literally means uh leaving something.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> the it's gone.
1: And doesn't that feel so good? It does.
0: It does. It it feels so much better than when we hold on to it, when we uh keep remembering yes. it. So yeah, forgive. Forgive one another. Uh, as as you have been forgiven.
1: In dealing with our, our kiddos, one thing we have to often remind them of is no one likes to feel like they're getting in trouble. You know, we don't like this feeling of failing and it doesn't feel great. But that part of moving on is you who have wronged someone you're free to get up.
0: Yeah. And move
1: on. Like you're free. Oh, You've been yeah. You don't
0: need to be the head hanger. Yeah. That I mean, there's a reason that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Mm-hmm. When you hang your head or you like when so here's another thinking back to Christ, if you confess and you repent and you continue to hold on to it, it it you're you're acting as if you're concerned with yourself. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, you're not trusting the work of Christ. You're not believing. You're not having faith in the work of Christ that my sins are forgiven. Yeah. Totally forgiven. Uh, And so there's nothing for me to keep feeling sorry for. If I confess my sins, he is faithful. And this is the part we always forget he's faithful and just forgive us our we think the faithful that we focus on the faithful if I confess he's going to be faithful to forgive but it also says just mm-hmm. why because your sins have been paid for
1: yeah
0: it would be mm-hmm. wrong for God to hold your sins against you because Christ has paid for them God is just and so you need to think that same justice mm-hmm. it is unjust for you if you've confessed for you to hold on to it right because you're making little the work of Christ. Now it doesn't feel that way. It feels like surely I should feel remorse mm-hmm. like hang dog. You know, I've got a, you know, like uh, Roman Catholic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I have to keep apologizing. You, flat, you know, I've got a, tush, tush, yeah. you know, uh, but, but you, you don't, Yeah, you don't, it is done. Mm-hmm. It's over. It has been, uh, it has been left behind. It has been forgiven. It has been, it, it, sometimes the ESV translates that word, abandoned. Uh, it's mm. It's gone. I like that. So quit hanging on to it. Yeah. Right. So we talked about false guilt. Uh, now we talked about real guilt. So mm-hmm. I really hope that that helps you guys.
1: Yeah, um, I would so love.
0: <laughs> I would love if he would stay Papa, in, bed.
1: <laughs> in bed.
0: Yeah, you can take him to bed. Yeah, Yeah, you can take those. You can take the graham crackers to bed. Oh, you want to take the puzzle to bed? No. Yeah, let's take a break for a second. Then we'll come back. All right, take 56. (laughs) What they don't know is the 47 other pauses that we didn't mention.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I think we were just saying that just the, the our whole goal in this is just to help anyone else kind of start practicing these things more and more um, and to have a really healthy family, a biblically healthy family. And by
0: family, you mean both family at the yes. house and family with the church.
1: Yes, that we would operate the way that God because
0: is. Because it's, it's really about a healthier you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's not just about the healthy family. Mm -hmm. It's not just because it's not just. I want a healthy family. I want a healthy church. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is about your spiritual life. If this isn't going on, you're unhealthy. Mm
1: -hmm. And, and you might be, you might be a senior citizen just thinking about these things for the first time. But this is a great time to start, start confessing your sins um, Start talking about these things and start forgiving people. Um, It's never too late to grow in godliness.
0: Yeah, until it is too late. <laughs> Actually,
1: is too late. Uh,
0: but yeah, so I uh, hope that helps. And as always, I hope uh, one thing that I love that we we take our pauses and stuff like this. I hope you realize that what we do. Like, this is just what our life is. Mm -hmm. So these sorts of things, you you talk about spiritual things. Kids come in (laughs) and mess it all up. (laughs) You know, and you deal with that. and You come back and you keep talking about these things. It doesn't... uh, and some many of our friends have children so some of you listening have, have children and
1: they're probably being interrupted yeah they're being interrupted while they're, <laughs> while listening. they're listening yeah so
0: and it's easy to get frustrated but to yeah. remember these are also image bearers of God that you've got to take care of joyfully yeah I could be bad if I hit pause and then was like listen <laughs> we're recording a podcast <laughs> like what in the? What are going? What in the world is that? Right. And two. How do you love this thing more than you love me? So no. Nope, I can that,
1: testify he doesn't I do that. Do
0: not do that. I love these kids. He
1: actually gets that and gets pretzels.
0: <laughs> and then I throw I throw them at him in bed. Like, Here's your
1: pretzels. And by the way, we don't always put our kids to bed with snacks. It's just
0: <laughs> it happens a lot. Like for Jack. <laughs> For Jack, it happens a lot. So let's—I mean, let's be honest. There, he is a—he's in a snacky mood
1: at night. Don't judge us. Yeah. Do you or have that?
0: Can you name the fault? Do
1: you have a secret salad? What's it called? Is, it's not
0: a surprise salad. Oh. Who would have a secret salad? <laughs>
1: What is? I mean,
0: if it's I've got a secret salad. <laughs> if
1: it's a Jello salad, I might have one right now. Secretly. You say
0: You're going to the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Open the door and you're eating Jello. A Jello salad. With
1: it's my secret salad. With marshmallows and. It's cashews. my
0: secret salad. <laughs> in here, Shut the door. <laughs> Ugh, a secret salad. What sort of? It's like a like a. Oh man. <laughs> So uh anyway. Yeah, no, you I thought you were gonna talk about your favorite toy. People. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. That's
0: really I thought. I mean you already randomly threw out one. You might as no one wants you to come back to it.
1: Well I didn't know if everyone would really be interested in them. I don't
0: think anyone is, but you've already <laughs> opened the door. You're like, hey, these toys are horrible. Let me tell you where to buy some. <laughs> it's like a It's like an addict who's trying to go clean, but is also pushing at the same time. So go ahead. No,
1: pick a different topic. Okay. I will talk too long about it.
0: And then it'd be like laying, like, then I go, oh, she does have a problem.
1: Yeah. Just, just remember Mayleg Playmobil Calico Cruiters. Go ahead. No, you can't. You just did it.
0: (laughs) That's like saying, I'm going to go clean.
1: Janet, snort,
0: Janet, you're snorting. You're Janet, snorting right now. Janet you're, has really oh my cute goodness. Go ahead. Oh God, Go ahead. This is
1: ridiculous. <laughs> uh mysweetmuffin.com has really cute toys. Go ahead. Just do it. No, I'm done. I'm
0: done. You keep saying that, but then you're not done. I'm really Let done. your yes be yes and your no be no. <laughs> I'm
1: really done.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, I mean that was my surprise jello salad, so I don't have one. That was your little <laughs> that's a snack pack worth of surprise jello salad. Okay. Uh, we're already at an hour. Okay, anyway. I'll say one more thing. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they might want to know. Okay, Schleich.
0: What is what is Shakespeare saying? <laughs> Frailty, thy name is woman.
1: <laughs> I just want to share because this is important. Schleich. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, okay, okay. If you're gonna buy toys, I would say Schleich. I think that's how you say it. S C H. L E I C H. -hmm. They do not break for the most part. They're stout toys. Yeah. So we have the big red barn and all the barn animals, and then we have all the knights and this big castle that is huge. But they've been around for a decade. Yeah, I would
0: say, yeah, buy good quality things. They're a little bit more expensive. Yeah. Uh, or if you want them to be broken, buy it cheap and so it'll break and you. Can throw it away.
1: <laughs> and then you can throw it away. <laughs> yeah, because all of these toys we have to keep forever because we've invested. But they will be around. Our grandkids will get to play with these toys. So. Really? Yes. That's um, one reason I bought them.
0: You're assuming that it's going to make it past the Great Purge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> these will. These will. Anyway. Um,
0: well, you just listed like twenty toy makers. So these people are going to be on websites all night <laughs> looking at these toys and going, "They paid that much for what?" Yeah.
1: yeah, and I could give you lots of. We could branch off. Like, if you have a, a kid who's interested in soldiers, I mean, I could give you a lot of. She, it, I will say this. She's addicted.
0: No, I will say <laughs> that she is good at finding things, good quality things. That's yeah. uh, always better than just going Amazon. And then go look at all these reviews and not realizing, that yeah, and going all by been, age, they've all been done. You by know, if you go China. to like
1: Amazon toys for ages four to eight, uh, no,
0: yeah, all you're gonna find is, yeah,
1: just come ask me, just junk anyway. All right, uh, well, thanks
0: for, <laughs> thanks for being so helpful. I mean, we ended on a high note, right? So, so anyone did. who made it this long, we're like, let's talk about forgiveness, and then <laughs> like, Ed Toy. <laughs> How's that? Ver- and that's the way dessert is, right? You have a real substantive meal and then yeah. you end it with fluff. Yes. So thanks for staying all the way through our fluff.
1: <laughs> and I didn't even get started. No, you I mean, didn't. I, and that's, so...
0: I know. We know. Okay. We know. <laughs> I think we've gotten a hint that <laughs> she might have a real problem, people. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we are going to start getting ourselves ready for bed. Uh, mm-hmm. Throw our kids a few more snacks, maybe put on a little something, and wind the day down. As usual, remember, if you have any questions, uh, go to askthepodcast uh, at gmail.com. Send them in. And make sure and share this, like it, do whatever you can, uh, because we want just to share good godly wisdom with as many people as possible. And that's just the way that the Internet works. Shares get it out there. Likes mean
1: nothing at all. <laughs> uh,
0: so we're just trying to. We're just I prefer trying to,
1: comments.
0: Comments are great. I love comments. I do too. Uh, and all those things, they encourage us, which is good. But also they encourage other brothers and sisters to just spend time listening to good things. Uh, like I'm going to preach about on Sunday. There's a lot of bad things out there to listen to, even in the Christian realm. So we want to fill the airways up for his glory. And we hope that we're doing that. Mm-hmm. so help us any way that you can uh, and we'd appreciate it
1: and we forgive you
0: <laughs> if you didn't share what was you saying? Well, I was just trying to end we with
1: forgiveness
0: <laughs> yeah we're going to go through and see who didn't share it <laughs> and then hold it over. Mm-hmm. and then
1: I'll come to you and if yes. you don't then Chris and I both will yes
0: uh, be a personal message yeah, and then we'll
1: bring the whole church The whole.
0: Global intra- <laughs> intranet church.
1: <laughs> okay. Anyway,
0: thanks everybody. We'll see you next time. Uh,
1: good night. Good night.